Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new edition of Over the Line. I didn't mean to yell, I'm sorry. It's Monday. Y'all know I'm high strung on Monday, so, uh, you know, it's just my thing, just my thing. Thank y'all for hanging out with me yet again as we uh, come to the end of our two-week YouTube suspension. That should be up on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. We're just going to uh, round it off and come back on Friday. And we plan on Friday Night Live being uh, on the regular over-the-line YouTube. So keep an eye out for that. And we'll uh, we'll probably do that. Hopefully by then we'll have everything figured out. We'll be on Facebook and Twitch and everything else. Uh, as well as the regular YouTube page i i want to throw this out at you guys because i was thinking about it today and there's no possible way i would be able to dedicate a certain time like down to the minute to do this but i want you the listener the viewer the watcher to comment on this video right now and tell me if you would be for this show being live monday through friday i know it would kind of kill our gimmick on Friday Night Live being called Friday Night Live, but I don't guess it matters. I mean, whatever. That's what we call it. But what do you think about us? Okay, here, here's, here's the concept in my mind that I have. We do the show. Uh, I do the show, whether it's my show or it's the conspiracy show with Trish. Um, if we promise to give you the show each night... Between 7 and 8. I can do the show live on in 99% of cases within the hour time frame of 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time. And so comment and let me know if you think that's what we should do. Now that's not going to change anything about the fact that you're able to go back and watch the show later. So if you're, you know, if you skip two or three days and then you cram three videos in at once, nothing will change for you. But for those of you that would like to see it live, would you be okay with Ideally, and maybe once we're, you know, generating the type of money we need, uh, ideally I'll be doing the show uh, from, you know, at an exact time instead of within an hour. But I just don't have, I don't have that kind of, that kind of, uh, leeway right now to be able to promise you guys like hey we're gonna start at 7 p.m i will try my best to start at 7 p.m every night that'll be the goal but i need a buffer just in case and maybe maybe we can just do it for a week as a test run see how it goes y'all let me know anyway comment on this video or wherever you're watching or listening find a way to get a hold of us and say hey we want to uh, we want to see you do it live, or we don't want you to do it live. We think that would be a disaster. Either way is fine. If you're listening to the audio podcast, go and find me on social media, um, at Andrew McLean Who on Twitter and Instagram, and then uh, obviously just Andrew McLean on, on Facebook. We're, we're starting to do the uh, over-the-line Facebook thing again. So if you listen to the show... Or watch the show and you're not on the over-the-line Facebook, make sure you go and like that page because we are posting some dank memes as of late. 
and you want to be able to share those with your friends, trigger your liberal family members, so on and so forth. All right, let me get into this. Uh, first off, you know the drill. Patreon.com slash Andrew McLean Who. This is going to be our driving force for doing a live show at the exact time every single night. Once we get this rolling. So what I'm going to ask you is go to Patreon.com slash Andrew McLean Who. The link is in the description. And pledge at least $5 per month. You're talking about one cup of coffee. One, one cup of stupid Starbucks coffee per month if you do that. And if we get enough of y'all to... to to donate five a month, man, we could do some wonderful things. You got the option for 10, 25, and 50 if you would like, but all we ask is $5 a month, and you will get exclusive content as a thank you for your donation to Over the Line. Uh, for those of you that are already a part of Patreon, we love y'all so very much. Y'all mean the world to us, and y'all are the OGs. We, uh, we love you long time. Also, Vapor Forge out on 280, man. I cannot say enough good things about these guys. They have done, uh, Tony has done, and, and his guys have done a lot of remodeling in the shop. You see the photos here of what it looked like, but man, they've got new lights hanging up. They got lights going across the top. You see this little counter right here. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you this, but they're going to make that another glass case as well. They're going to have twice as many products in store so this is the place to go. Delta 8, CBD, vape juice, the best devices, the best brands, and they got you covered. 4673 Highway 280 East, right there in Birmingham next to Bailey Brothers. 205-874-9010 is their number. Make sure you check them out. Uh, I want to take a different direction today because I, I really thought a lot about this over the past few days and and... Honestly, I had a, uh, a different idea for what I was going to do with this show than where I ultimately ended up. But I, I want to take us back to COVID, and I want to take us to the the theory of where COVID originated. Okay, so we're all kind of up to speed on where we're at when it comes to that, right? We had a pandemic. COVID outbreak, okay, and then we're told it came from a bat in Wuhan. Those of you that are like me, you're questioning that from the jump. You're like, hey, this is one of our biggest enemies. It, we've got an economy that's humming, humming along like never before, and our enemy whose number one interest is to destroy our economy so they can surpass us has a bat that you know, just happens to be eaten by a guy who then spreads the disease. Makes no sense, but that was the official story. Then we start finding out the truth about the Wuhan lab, so much so that Democrats and even Joe Biden and those in the White House are having to call for an investigation. Now, even Dr. Fauci's called for an investigation, but you could tell he didn't want that. And Joe Biden doesn't want it. Democrats don't want an investigation into this. Joe Biden, they, they called Joe, Joe Beijing Biden for a reason. He doesn't want to get the Chinese in trouble. He owes them too many favors, okay? The Chinese are holding Joe Biden hostage. He does not want investigation. If anything, they want to play as if they want an investigation and then dictate the outcome of it, which will say, oh, it must have been a bat. But we know it's not a bat, okay? We know where it came from. 
And I want to talk about one of the major players, because Dr. Fauci gets so much attention on this front, um, but there is a more sinister person behind the scenes that was really working on this and produced this pandemic hand-in-hand with Dr. Fauci. His name is Peter Daszak. Now, you may have heard that name. You may very well know who that guy is because a lot of you guys paid close attention to this. But we haven't talked about Peter Daszak, and I think it's important that everybody knows who that is. Uh, Peter Daszak, here, I'll just give you the straight up what Google tells you, which is very, very slanted, but let's give it to you anyway. Uh, Peter Daszak is a British zoologist, consultant, and public expert on disease ecology in particular on, on what is that? Zoonosis. He is the president of EcoHealth Alliance, a nonprofit, non-governmental organization that supports various programs on global health and pandemic prevention. Look at this keyword right here. Non-governmental. They had to put non-governmental in there because they want to steer you away from the theory the, it's not a theory, it's a fact that Peter Daszak was directly working with Dr. Fauci in the NIH, okay? Peter Daszak was really kind of overseeing this whole Wuhan lab coronavirus manipulation stuff, right? He worked with Dr. Fauci to make sure this lab could get funding, and it's what he's been doing for a long time. There's no secret. Peter Daszak has been very, very open about this stuff. Um, But most recently, he was the first one to come out and put the kibosh on the Wuhan lab theory. One of the biggest things he did to put a stop to it, he published, or he had them publish, in one of the most prominent, I guess, respected medical journals in the world called The Lancet. And in the Lancet, and here's that article. I'm just I'm I'm giving this to you so you, YouTube doesn't be like, oh, he's lying, he's promoting. These are the facts. I'm showing you the actual documents. This is Peter Daszak, who is telling you in the Lancet that the coronavirus could not have possibly come from a lab. Not that there's a there's a very small chance. Not that. It's most likely from a bat in a wet market. He is telling you there is virtually no chance that it came from a lab and it has been disproven. And the fact that it's being put in the Lancet gives it all the legitimacy it needs. All the legitimacy in the world because it it is in this medical publication. That was Peter's number one job was to squash this theory because why? Because everybody's fingerprints were all over it. Dr. Fauci's fingerprints were all over it. Peter Daszak's fingerprints were all over it. And our fingerprints were all over it from the money that we gave the government who ultimately used it to pay for this research. Okay? This is all this is all verifying stuff, okay? YouTube, you hearing me? You hearing me? I'm giving you the proof here. Okay? And I feel a strike coming on, but I'm just trying to lay it out there. Tucker Carlson did an amazing piece 
uh, sometime last week, I think it was, uh, bringing up Peter Daszak and and kind of giving the, uh, the 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 chart, I guess the 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 uh, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, if you will, on how he's tied into all this stuff and where he comes from in the past. And we know, even though in that medical journal, Peter Daszak is saying there's no way that coronavirus could have been manipulated in a lab, he's been saying that stuff for a long time. He's As far back as 2010, he's been talking about manipulating these viruses. You can even go back to 2019, and this is a... Uh, some sort of YouTube channel he's being interviewed on. Uh, YouTube, by the way, owned by Google, who also put the kibosh on all this. I'm sure that's all tied in together somehow. Peter Daszak literally talks in the months leading up to the pandemic about how they can easily, easily manipulate these coronaviruses easily talking about it in a very very bold manner watch this right here coronaviruses are pretty good i mean neurovirologists you know all this stuff but they you can um, manipulate them in the lab pretty easily it's yeah. just spike protein drives a lot of what happens with the yeah. coronavirus uh, zoonotic risk so you can get the sequence you can build the protein and we work with ralph barrick at unc mm-hmm. to do this um, insert it into backbone of another virus right and do do some work in the lab so he doesn't even tell you that it's easy. He explains how it's done, okay? So in the months leading up to the pandemic, I want you to follow the timeline. In the months leading up, he is telling you how they manipulate these coronaviruses. We take a virus from a bat that really could not be transmitted to humans because there's no real spike proteins there that would attach to human cells, thus infect the human. But they can have those if... We put them on there. That's the most basic way to explain it. Peter Daszak, not really caring. Now, I guess the question would be, did Peter Daszak know what was to come? And he was saying that. Did he know what was to come because it was an unintentional leak? Or was he bragging? Because we know those that do evil things in this world they brag about them. If you want to get into the Illuminati and the, you know, uh, pedophilia and, and Nambla and all these other things, these people brag about it, right? They're out in the open with it. It's almost something that's required for them to do. Could that be the deal with Peter Daszak? This man needs to be held accountable just as much as Dr. Fauci, because he has got everything to do with this and was bragging about it. Everything to do with this. But even as dangerous as the pandemic was, as dangerous as a manipulated coronavirus was, it was important to note that that is not the biggest threat facing this country. The biggest threat facing this country, which has been shoved down your throat time and time again, is what? Climate change. Climate change is the biggest threat. 
Okay? And just like coronavirus, scientists use science to battle things like man-made climate change. When in reality, what they're doing is they're weaponizing science in order to push forth their agenda. Because guess what? They don't believe in climate change either. They know the numbers are fudged. Everybody. Think about the most powerful people on the planet, right? Who are the most powerful people? Well, it's the rich people. The richest of the rich. Because those people, even though they may not hold office, they may not be president, they've got enough money to influence anybody that does hold those offices. They can do whatever. You look at George Soros. Look at the pull he has. Look at the things that he's able to pull off in this country and around the world. The richest of the rich have the most power. Their power comes through money, right? These rich people are investors. They're entrepreneurs in some cases, and they're builders. Buildings like condominiums, oceanfront condominiums, right? These builders, these developers that are constantly building new developments across the coast of, say, Florida, South Florida, Miami, Tampa. Why would they invest all that money into condominiums and huge real beach mansions if they actually believed and they knew that climate change was real and that Florida was going to be 10 feet underwater in 30 years. They don't even put on their contracts a little note at the bottom of if global warming causes all of Florida to be underwater, we're not responsible. They don't put anything like that because they know that Florida is not going to be underwater in 20 and 30 years. They know. They know everything. They've got the power, okay? They do these things in order to push an agenda. They promote things like climate change to push alternate agendas. And that was highlighted by what was called the World Science Festival. The World Science Festival was in 2016... And it was really hosted by an array of, of left-wing activists. Powerful people, by the way. Top Google people, top scientists in the world. And they proposed what is really going to be the thing that helps combat climate change. You want to know what it is? Just take a wild guess. I'll give you a second. Did you get it? Did you figure it out? Human engineering. That's right. Alternating the human genome, the human DNA. Allowing science to dictate how the body works. Now think about the body and how complicated of, 
of a, uh, of, a, of a machine that is, okay? The human body. Anybody that works in the medical field, you know. The things to know about the human body are endless. We were created by a creator that has knowledge of everything, okay? A knowledge that we will never match on this planet, no matter how much science we have. He made the most complicated organism that could have ever been created in the human body. And scientists that are really activists are looking to change that on a worldwide scale. Listen to this guy at the World Science Festival in 2016 explain just that very thing my view is that what we need is a really robust uh, uh ethical framework and with within this ethical uh, uh robust ethical framework we can i think there's a way going forward we, where we can do this ethically but there's actually a lot of opportunities for this to solve big world problems so uh one thing is the climate change and there, uh, I'll just use, um, you know, sort of climate change is really big problem. We don't really know how to solve it. But it turns out that we can use human engineering to help us address climate change. So <laughs> we're going to use human engineering to address climate change. Literally change human beings in order to combat climate change. And I, I'm, you're thinking to yourself, as I am too, what in the world... Can we change about the human body that's going to help combat climate change? Because I thought it was just all about the coal mines and and the factories that are putting billing, billowing smoke into the air and the trash in the waterways and, you know, not going green. The cars that we drive, we got to go electric. We've got to recycle. So what in the world could the human genome have to do with any sort of solution in combating this stuff doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense but as he goes on at this world science festival he explains that one of those things would be like how people are lactose intolerant they can't have dairy products we could create a way to make humans be sick when they eat things like red meat. Remember the big push? Cows farting, creating climate change. We need to ban or limit the amount of hamburgers that people eat. You remember Joe Biden, he was attacked for by, by Republicans and conservatives that he was going to take away your hamburgers. People are still mocked for saying that, but guess what? It very well may be on the way. Listen to this from the same guy. So here's a thought, right? So it turns out that we know a lot about, so there, we have these intolerance to, uh, so I, for example, I have milk intolerance. I'm, uh, and there's some people are intolerant to crayfish. So possibly we can use hu human engineering to make it the case that we're intolerant to certain kinds of meat, to certain kinds of bovine, uh, bovine proteins. So that's something that we can do through human engineering. We can kind of uh, ad possibly address really big world problems through human engineering. 
You hear that? It's going to make you sick to hamburgers. Sick to bovine meats. And by the way, just so everybody knows, he is in fact lactose intolerant. He drinks soy. He's a soy boy, right? So what would that entail? Would it be just something like taking a pill? Would it be some sort of surgery that has to be conducted in order to, I don't know, implant a chip in your body that sends radio waves to say, oh, he's eating meat, make him sick. They've got medicine like this for uh, people that suffer from alcoholism, and I think it's fantastic. They also have it for people that are addicted to drugs like opioids. There are things that you take on a regular basis, and if you consume alcohol, it makes you sick. Or you take this stuff, and then if you try to do drugs, heroin, or whatever, uh, it may not make you sick, but you don't get the effects of the drug because it blocks your, your opioid receptors. So it's possible. What if they put it in the COVID vaccine? Okay? Keep in mind, this, this stuff that I'm showing you is from 2016. He's had plenty of time to come up with something to make sure people are getting sick from eating red meat. And of course, Andrew, you haven't heard anything about people getting sick from red meat, and almost everybody's got the, the COVID vaccine. But what if? what if? What if it takes a year to activate? And everybody starts getting sick. You going to be okay with not being able to eat steaks and hamburgers from here on out? But they didn't stop there. No, no, no. There's no need to stop there. Where we could get rid of the consumption of red meat and cows, so cows would stop flirting and our ozone layer would quit getting destroyed and we wouldn't all burn to death and Florida be underwater. There's another step we can take. I mean, if we're just going to do human engineering, why not engineer humans to be smaller? Because the smaller a person is, the less their carbon footprint is. Am I right? So it turns out that the larger you are, think of the lifetime sort of greenhouse gas emissions that are required to sort of the energy that's required to transport larger people rather than smaller people, right? Um, but if we're smaller, just by 15 centimeters, right? It, that's a mass, uh, you know, I did the math and it's about mass reduction of 25%, which is huge. And 100 years ago, we we're all on the average smaller, about 50, exactly about 15 centimeters smaller. Right. So think of just the, you know, like lifetime greenhouse gas emissions if we had smaller children. Right. And so that's something that we could do. These are serious people. Talking about. Seriously pushing their agenda. In some pretty serious. And consequential ways. You think they're up there just talking to talk. This is not some BLM rally. These are not just political talking points. Again, these are the people with the power to do something very, very scary to not just us in the U.S., but people all over the world. To literally human engineer us into their agenda. And you know, since we're now talking about this, the one person that's laughing and saying, I told you so, that's right. 
out of all the people in the whole wide world, a man by the name of Alex Jones has been talking about this for years and even decades. It seemed crazy. We all made fun of the guy. We thought he was a nut. He's talking about the, the frogs turning gay and the government literally wanting to uh, uh, morph and mold our DNA to fit their political agenda. And now what? We're here. That's not just some scientist or top Google exec just talking out of his backside. This is a guy that has just as much power to change policy and force us into a police state and allow these things to happen. Look at the power grab that the Democrats are attempting right now. They want to control every aspect of your life. And we've given them a lot. Their supporters 100% want to hand over all their freedoms to the left. They're cool with it. Government, take my take take my information, take track me, you know, shoot me with a COVID vaccine, whatever. I don't care. Just just make me happy. You can have whatever. I don't need any freedom. Just take it. Those of us that aren't wacko crazy extreme leftists, we've done the same thing. And I came to this realization as we talked and did more research on John McAfee, who had been suicided. But we have. We've, in fact, given up our freedom to speak and move around privately. You know how? This right here. This iPhone right here. is a sign that we have given up our privacy. They listen to us. They watch us. They track our every move, our shopping habits, any concerns we have that we may have to Google real quick. If we got chest pains, let me Google that. See what that might be. Hopefully it's not a heart attack. Google knows more about you than your spouse likely knows. You realize that? That's freedom that we've given up because Google and the current government are one and the same. And they're going to do everything in their power, which is almost unlimited, to push their woke agenda on this country and on this planet until we're humanly engineered. It's coming. It's coming unless we stop it. should scare the crap out of each and every one of y'all. Because this stuff is real. These people really want to make that stuff happen. And they have the ability to do so. And if you're a believer like myself, you know that's ultimately going to result in bad things for a lot of people. Once you start manipulating God's creation, the wrath will in fact be on its way. That's it for this edition of Over the Line. Thank y'all so much for hanging out. Again, comment. Let us know if you want to start doing this show live. We would be more than happy to do it. 
also have you a conspiracy show coming up this week. We're talking about that tonight. Very excited about that. Make sure you tell your friends, your family, and everybody else. Make sure if you're listening to the audio podcast, you go and subscribe to the Highly Suspect YouTube channel and the Over the Line Burner Account YouTube channel, as well as Rumble and all the other places we are. Uh, What's the other one? Twitch. We haven't done anything with our Twitch account, but it is there. You can look us up, twitch.tv slash OTL show. OTL show is our name on Twitch. Look it up, add it, so you can be ready when we get rocking and rolling. And until next time, see you, Coles.